All right, we'll say good morning, good morning, a good tevach. Hopefully everyone had a beautiful Shabbos, beautiful beginning to our week. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors. To thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Shvat. Mrs. Bracha Shrimper for dedicating all the Shrimper Joshua's this month in memory of Avram Ben Kalman Eliezer Halevi Zichron Libracha. To thank Ayal and Sarah Steinberg for dedicating all the Shrimper Joshua's this month in the Schusser of Hushalima for Shulamis Bas Sushu. We hope that the Nisham will have an Aliyah and the family in Nechama. And the Chola should have a refuah together with Kol Chole Yisrael. We thank our week of learning sponsors, Dr. Mark and Elsa Lustman, in honor of the Archikala. And for refuah Shalema for all of the Cholim in our community. Merz Hashem. Trip should be successful. And again, Kol Chole Yisrael should have a complete and enduring refuah. Now let's say with that, let us begin. So we have a beautiful, beautiful daf ahead of us today. Today's daf is Yud Gimel 13. And we are picking up a Merz Hashem at the Mishnah. On the bottom of Yud Beis Amud Beis, the bottom of 12b. Literally, again, four lines are from the bottom. It says the Mishnah, Harini Nazir, Lechishiyeli Ben. Yeah, yeah, interesting case. So, we'll say, so what happens? So, what happens? I, that person says, I will be a Nazir when I have a son. So, again, what he's doing is he's linking his Nedir Naziros to the birth of his child. So, fine. So, what's Talacham? Vinola Lo Ben, and then he has a son. Harini's a Nazir. He's a Nazir. Okay. Pretty straightforward case. Next case, Nola Globas. What happens again if the wife gives birth to a daughter? Or Tumtum, the androgynous. It's been a while since, uh, since you know, they've been at the party. Right? So Tumtum and androgynous, right? So again, remember, so Tumtum, again, there is a membrane covering, again, the, the sexual organs. We're not sure about the gender. Or androgynous, male and female qualities. Ain't no nausea. In that case, we'll say, it's not a nausea. It's not a nausea. Fine. So say, however, if a person says, I will become a Nazir when I have a Vlad, how would you translate Vlad? Yeah. Offspring, a child. A child. Then again, irrespective of the gender of the child, ultimately the Nazir Naziris is triggered. Top of your gimel. Here's an interesting case. Hepila Ishto. Here's what I want to point out. It's something very interesting. Hepila Ishto literally means... His wife miscarried. Now, understand, when we think about a miscarriage, so we think about, again, a woman is somewhere in the duration of pregnancy, right? And she lost the pregnancy, Just to explain, in this context, means the wife gave birth to a baby. The baby didn't survive. The baby didn't survive. So now, what's the shaila? If you take a look at the top Rashi, Rashi says over here, let me read the phrase. The phrase is, Hepila Ishto Enonazir. If his wife gives birth to a baby, but then the baby dies, chas v'shalom, he's not a nazir. Now, what's the pshat? Take a look at Rashi. Hepilo ishto eno nazir. De dilma hai de hepilo lo hava ben kayoma shelo kalu lo chadashav velo vlad havi v'safek nazir zaka. Listen to this. The, in, in, and this is actually an interesting concept that comes up in a different a couple of areas in halacha. A woman, a woman goes in and gives birth, and the baby shortly after birth passes away. The shayla in halacha is, was that considered to be a viable child or not? So, for, so in, in this context, a man's making a nether, and he says, again, let's, let's just go with the last case. His case says, Vlad, when I have a child, I will be a nazir. Now, again, we understand that when a person says, when I have a child, I'm going to be a nazir, what type of child is he, is he referring to? A viable child. A viable child. 
So therefore, again, the shayla is that when the child passes away so soon after birth, is that called a viable child or not? That's the fundamental shayla. But I point out another area in halacha where this comes up is again, Rahman al-Islam is in, is in Hilchos Avelos. Right? A couple has a child. The child passes away within a relatively short amount of time. So do parents have an obligation of mourning, of Shiva, of Kaddish, for a child who passes away within a short amount of time? So interestingly enough, when it comes to Halachos of Avelos, the mark often is a 30-day mark. Is a 30-day mark. If the baby survives for up to 30 days, that's called a viable child. And then halacha lamais again, again. However, there are some very interesting shilas in halacha where again you have children who are again born with certain certain um, conditions, which we know the child will not survive. Will not survive. And maybe even if the child makes it past the 30-day mark, it's clear that this unfortunately is not a viable child. So I'm pointing out just interesting halakas and avelos. In any event, but back to Naziros. So what happens now? We'll call the guy Ruvain. Ruvain said, nazir. When I have a child, right? When I have a child, I will be a Nazir. Wife gives birth. Baby passes away relatively shortly. So what's the In a Nazir. He's not a Nazir. Why? Why isn't he a Nazir? Why isn't he a Nazir? Because the Rashi says there's a suffix about whether or not this child is viable. So we'll say there's a cloud by Naziros, which apparently we're just being introduced to now. Suffix Naziros Lahakel. Whenever you have a doubt in Naziros, we always resolve that doubt leniently. So therefore, again, in this case, this guy's a suffix Naziros. Therefore, suffix Naziros Lahakel. Incredible. So the Gemara says as follows. Rabshim Rabshim says, Yomar, a person should say as follows. Im haya ben kayama hareani nazir. So we'll say, Rabshim says, we have to deal with the doubt a little bit differently. A person should say as follows. Rabshim Omer, Yomar, im haya ben kayama, if my child was a viable child, hareani nazir chova. I am fulfilling my obligatory, my obligatory nazir naziros. Vim love, but if the child was not a bar kayama was not a viable child, then hare ani nazir nidava. Then ultimately, and I will say, what am I? I'm a nazir nidava. And I will say, what's a nazir nidava? What's a nazir nidava? Oh, Just a, ga- a voluntary nazir. Which, by the way, almost all cases of naziros are a nazir are, are, are nidava. Nazir nidava is another way of saying a regular nazir. As opposed to these cases, where a person is tying their net in a zeros to be triggered by a particular event. So Shimon says, essentially, essentially, cover your bases. So Shimon, so Tanakama says, if the baby passes away soon after birth, you're not a nazir. You're not a nazir. Why? Because it's a suffix whether or not the child is viable. Suffix naziras lahakel. Reb Shimon seems to hold that suffix, that seems to hold. Reb Shimon holds suffix naziras lahachmir, lachumra. And therefore, Reb Shimon will say like this. Halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, Shimon will say that, that um, essentially take on the energy zeros, but with a tenai. If I'm obligated in the center of zeros, I should fulfill my obligation. And if I'm not obligated, then what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm just a nazir. I'm just a nazir. Incredible. Chazra v'yalda. So I'll say, so now this is actually an interesting case. Let's say now the wife goes ahead and now gives birth. So we'll say, so now after, so she had the baby, baby didn't survive, and then sometime later on, she gives birth to another child. So we'll say, so here's the interesting question. Now remember, hovering over this guy is still what? 
the statement that he made that if I have a child, I will become a Nazir. So watch this. Chazav Yalda, Harezin Nazir. So both say, this is fascinating. So look, this is where the Tanakama is going to say. So remember, we have two opinions happening over here. Let's just frame the case. Case is, a man, Ruvain says, when I have a child, I will be a Nazir. His wife gives birth, baby doesn't survive. Tanakama says, Tanakama says, you're not a Nazir. Suffolk, whether or not that child is a viable child, Suffolk Nazirus, Lahakel, and therefore you're not a Nazir. Not a Nazir. Reb Shimon, it's a Suffolk. He holds Suffolk Nazirus, Lahumra, therefore you are a Nazir, but you should couch your Nazir Nazirus in the following way. If I'm obligated to be a Nazir, then this is my obligation. If I'm not obligated to be a Nazir, then this is my voluntary Nazirus. Good. Fast forward. Fast forward. Then Ruvain's wife does give birth, Bar Hashem, to a healthy, viable child. According to the Tanakhama, the nether he made is now triggered. Right? Now the nether is triggered because he made a nether that when my wife has a baby, I'm going to go ahead and become a Nazir. Now, Baruch Hashem, she has a baby. Now he is a Nazir. Chazra v'yalda, ha-reiz a Nazir. Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says, Yomar, what's the problem with Rav Shimon? What's the problem with Rav Shimon? See, the problem with Rav Shimon is Ruvain has already observed a Nedjer Naziros after the first baby passed away. So according to Rav Shimon, what should he do? Watch this. Yomar, he should make it tonight. He should observe another Nedjer Naziros, but he should make it tonight. Yomar, imarishon ben Kayama, if my first child was indeed a viable child, harishon chova v'zuna dava. Then the first duration of Naziros should be the obligatory one, and this should be the optional one. Ve'im lav, and if not, in other words, if the first child was not viable, and this child is, harishon dava v'zuchova. So we'll say, so actually, it's, it's incredibly fascinating. So we'll say, so therefore, so what you have over your country of Shimon is, you're going to end up observing two periods of Naziros. So, which, which makes sense. Because in Rabbi Shimon's world, Suffolk Naziros is L'chumrah. So when that first baby passed away, and we're not sure, was that a viable child, not a viable child, Rabbi Shimon's going to say, L'chumrah, therefore you're going to have to observe a period of Nadir Naziros. So we'll say, a fascinating, fascinating machlokas, which is really anchored in a core concept of Suffolk Naziros Lakula or Suffolk Naziros L'chumrah. How do we pass, or how do we resolve, how do we resolve a doubtful situation of Naziros, L'chumra u L'kula, Tanakama L'kula, Rabbi Shimon L'chumra. Incredible. So let's, now let's go through the case of the Mishnah. So remember, how did the Mishnah begin? The Mishnah began, the Mishnah, the Mishnah began with a statement, which is, a man says, if I have a son, I will be a Nazir. Okay, then what did the Mishnah say? If his wife gives birth to a son, he's a Nazir. So the Mishnah says, okay, Haimai Lamimra. So say, what? Well, fire, like what's, what's the Kiddush in this? To which the Gemara says, Mishum Seifa, Bas Tum Bas, Mishum Seifa, Bas Tum Tum Vaadrojunus, Enonazir. So we'll say, no, 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 it's really for the Seifa, it's for the Seifa, because the Seifa teaches me that if his wife gives birth to a daughter, a Tum Tum and an Androgynous, he's not a Nazir. To which the Gemara says, again, Pshita. The both say, isn't that obvious? In other words, what is the guy saying? What is Ruben saying? Right? When I have a son, I will be a Nazir. So I need to teach you all this. Well, this is actually very interesting. Maybe when Ruvain says, when I have a Ben, Ben doesn't have to mean son. Rather, what does Ben mean? Someone who will build me up, which means a child. And maybe it means any child. That when Ruvain says, when I have a son, I will be a Nazir. What does son mean? What does Ben mean? What does Ben mean? A son. 
it means a son. And therefore, the Nantin Azirus is only triggered, is only triggered with a son. Okay, next case. Remember again, interestingly enough, that next case was, a man says, if I have a child. So in that case, whether he has a son, daughter, tumtum androgynous, the, 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 the nether is going to be triggered. To which the Gemara says, Pshita. So we'll say, that's obvious, right? So what's, what's the Kiddush? It's actually very interesting. Mal de teimot, vlad de mikshiv bene in shiba inan. Perhaps I will say, when he said this, what was he referring to? He was talking about offspring that people consider to be important. What's the offspring that people consider to be important? Rashi says, Maybe means a son. So listen to the words of the Gemara, the lesson of the Gemara is saying. A guy says, when I have a child, I will become a Nazir. So the Mishnah says, okay, child is non-gender specific. Therefore, a son, a daughter, a tumtum, an androgynous, you are a, you are a Nazir. You are a Nazir. So the Gemara says, what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is the Gemara says, maybe Vlad also means what? Maybe Vlad also means a son. What does Vlad mean? Vlad means an offspring which is important in the eyes of people. What's an example of offspring that's important in the eyes of people? A son. A son and not a daughter. And I will say, we see lines like this, see lines like this, and people often interpret this, that you see that Chazal are misogynistic, Chazalite only plays an important. So we'll say it's important to look exactly what the words of the Gemara are saying. This is not Chazal making a statement. This is Chazal echoing what often society thinks. So we'll say so again in society. In society, again, it's different now. It's different now. But let me say historically. There was always a greater level of importance placed on sons than there were on daughters, right? For a variety of different reasons. So I just want to point out, this is not Chazal saying that sons are more important than daughters. It was a, I can tell you the simple reason that there are so many mother, other, so many mothers, so many other Ma'amari Chazal, statements of Chazal that highlight the beauty, the importance, the centrality of daughters in a mishpacha, of women in Klavisa, right? So I'll say, what do you do with the statement that says, It was because of righteous Jewish women that Klavisa were redeemed from Egypt. <laughs> so again, you, and there are so many other statements like this, extolling the power, the virtue, the importance of the Jewish woman within the framework of Kalad Yisrael. So when you see a statement like this, this is not an opinion being expressed in Chazai. You can even see the Lashon. He says, is the way people talk, the way people think. Okay, so in society, it was common for people to think, ah, son, a son carries your name, an inheritor, this, that, a daughter. So therefore, again, you might remember, so so much of Nadarim is determined by how people speak, by how people think, by how society acts. So the Havamina is, you might have thought, you might have thought that Halacha when he says Vlad, maybe Vlad also means a son. Kamash no. Kamash is that Vlad means any child. How careful we have to be because sometimes society society thinks in a lot of ways. And sometimes what society thinks is good, and sometimes what society thinks is not good. And how careful we have to be 
to make sure that our hashkafas, you know, our mindsets, our outlooks, our beliefs, our ideals, our ide- our, 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 our beliefs are concretized by Torah and concretized by Kaddish Baruch Hu and not driven by whatever is the contemporary popular agenda. And by the way, it was true even then. It was true even then. This is not a, this is not a new phenomenon that society espouses ideas or isms or ideologies that run totally contrary to what we believe to be MS. It's an age-old issue, and it's part of the greatest challenge of being a Jew in contemporary. There's an easy way, there's an easy way to deal with it. What's the easy way to deal with it? Shutter yourself off from everything. That's the easiest way to, that's the easiest thing to do. Say, I have nothing to do with the world. That's easy, but that's not our job. Our job is to exist as from Torah Jews within contemporary society, to influence society, to have an impact on society, to be mekadeshim shamayim. But the challenge of that is being strong in your beliefs, maintaining your beliefs, while ultimately again having a positive impact all around you, while not letting that which is around you have an impact on you. In any event, all from Masechus Nazir. Because it says in Nazir. So also, it's interesting if his wife, if his wife miscarried. Now again, remember when I say miscarry, it's not the typical miscarriage. She's giving birth and then the baby died. So he's not a Nazir. It's So man katonila. So I will say who ultimately is the author of this statement in the Mishnah? Rabbi Huda decrees. Rabbi Huda of the pile. Rabbi say what's Rabbi Huda of the pile? So we had this on Daf Ches. So remember again, Rabbi say so a person said. A person said, um, I'm a Nazir on the condition that there is a hundred core in this pile. I'm just quoting Rashi. Right? And then what happens? He gets to the pile. The pile was stolen. The pile was stolen. So he never knows. What? He never knows. Oh, Avron Elbaum is joining us from Eretz Yisrael. Incredible. Incredible, Avron. Are you in the Aroma Cafe or is that just an Aroma Coffee? Mamish, okay, incredible. It's like a, it's like a commercial over here. It's product placement. Yeah, incredible. Right? They'll say so, so incredible. They'll say so, so the Maisa again. So Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says, you're not a Nazir. Rabbi Huda says, not a Nazir. Now, remember, what's the issue? The issue is you linked your Nedr Nazirus ultimately to the pile having a hundred core. Now, what happened? The pile's gone. So what don't you know? What don't you know? You don't know if the pile has a hundred core or not. Or not. So therefore, halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa. Rabbi Yehuda holds that you're not a nazir. Why? Suffik nazirus lahakel. Suffik nazirus lahakel. Incredible. So we'll say. So therefore, again, Rabbi Yehuda is the opinion on Mishnah of suffik nazirus lahakel. Good. Rabbi Shimon Omer. Rabbi Shimon Omer. Yomarim haya ben kaya maharini nazir chov avim lafarini nazir dava. So we'll say. So remember again. Comes on Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon holds suffik nazirus lechumra. Therefore, again, what does Rabbi Shimon say? So remember, Ruvain said, when I have a child, I'm going to be a Nazir. Ruvain's wife gives birth. Unfortunately, the baby passes away shortly afterwards. So what does Rabbi, so what does Rabbi Shimon say? What should you do? Go ahead and you're a Nazir. But what, kind, but, what, but what do you do? You're a Nazir with a Tanai. If the baby was a viable baby, then I, this is an obligatory Nazirus. And if the baby Hashem wasn't a viable baby, then this is a voluntary Nazirus. Okay. So it says the Gemara, Bo'imini Rabbi Amma Merav Huna. So this is an interesting case. So listen to this. Ruvain says, <coughs> I will become a Nazir. I'll become a Nazir. Ultimately, again, when I have, when I have a son. When I have a son. So then what happens? And ultimately, again, 
Then what happens? His wife miscarries, and so I'll say so again. And he separated out his karba, karbalos. So in this case over here, what ended up happening was he made his nazirus, right? He went ahead and even separated out the karbalos he's going to bring at the end of his nazirus. Wife gives birth, baby doesn't survive. Baby doesn't survive, okay? Vichazra Vialdo. And now ultimately again, she goes ahead and she gives birth again. She gives birth again. Mahu. So we'll say, what's the halacha here? What's the halacha here? So the Gemara says, Aliba Deman. So we'll say, so I'll point out over here, this is very interesting. So the, the Rosh has a Girshta in this where she was carrying twins. It could be either right where she's carrying twins. He didn't know she was carrying twins. So the first baby comes out, the baby passes away shortly afterwards, and then some amount of time later, the twin comes out. But it could also just as easily be another case where she gives birth sometime later on. So now, so I'll say, so what, what, is, what is the halacha? So what is the halacha? So the Gemara says, Mi'avi Kaddish Shafar. So now, Aliba Deman. So we'll say, who's the opinion we're asking according to? Aliba Deman Shimon. If you ask according to Rabbi Shimon, Mighty Baile. So we'll say, what's the Shaila according to Rabbi Shimon? Ha'amr Bishimin Safek Nizirus Lahak Lahachmir. Rabbi Shimon already said that a Safek Nizirus is going to be Machmir. So what's the Shaila? Ve'ela Aliba Rabbi Yehuda. Rather, must be according to Rabbi Yehuda. We'll say, remember again, Rabbi Yehuda, we've identified is the opinion in the Tanakhama. Right, Rabbi Huda is the opinion who holds that halacha lamaisa suffik nizirus is is lahakel. So the Amr Rabbi Huda suffik nizirus lahakel. My kadosh, olo kadosh. Ultimately, again, are the animals consecrated or not? That's the shaila. So Yimar says again, my nafkamina. What does it matter if the animals are kadosh or not kadosh? Very simple. Legizaso falaavodbo. Can you shear the animals and can you use them for work? That, that's the nafkamina. To which the Gemara says, Teiku. Okay, so we'll say Teiku. So again, remember, it's not a Teiku in Rabbi Shimon, it's only Teiku in Rabbi Huda. Good. ben Rahume Meabai. Supposed to listen to this. This guy, Ben Rahume. Right, we'll say, what a name. Ben Rahume, right? The son, obviously, his son was Rahume, but I'm just saying, or it could also be descriptive. The son of Rahume, the son of Rachamim. Halabai, we should all be a Ben Rahume, right? The type of person that has compassion, the type of person that has empathy, the type of person that cares. And so now it's a great, and for now on, the greatest compliment, you want to give somebody a compliment, you say, you know what? You are a Ben Rahume, right? They might think you're saying something nasty, right? But Padlamaisa, again, so beautiful. Ben Rahume, so Ben Rahume, me Here's the case. Here's the case. Harini Nazir, Lichashiehei Li Ben. Okay, so we'll say, watch the case. Ruvain says, I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son. Fine. Vishama Chavero, Shimon hears this, and he says, Va'amar va'alai, and upon me, and upon me. So, right? So, we'll say, so what does it sound like is happening over here? Ruve makes a nether, when I have a son, I'm going to be a Nazir. And what does Shimon say? Va'alai. I take it upon me as well. So, we'll say, now what's the Shaila? Mahu, what is Shimon saying? Adibure mashma? Is Shimon saying, Ruvein, I also take it upon myself that when you, Ruvein, have a son, I'm also going to become a Nazir? Or, Agufei Mashma, is Shimon saying, when I, Shimon, have a son, I'm also going to be a Nazir? Well, see, you, you hear what's going on over here? So Ruvein's saying again, one more time, Ruvein says, when I have a son, I'm going to be a Nazir, and Shimon says, Va'alai, I take upon me, I take upon me. So the child is, what is he taking upon himself? Is he taking upon himself as a adibure? Is he latching on to the statement of Ruvain, meaning that Ruvain, 
I also agree that when you have, when you Ruvain have a son, I'm also going to be a Nazir, like to celebrate with you. We're going to be Nazirim together. It's a terrible celebration, right? I'm saying like, it's going to be a pretty dry celebration, right? But, but Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, right? I'm with you. Or is he taking on like a parallel Nadar? When I have a son, I, Shimon, I will also become a Nazir. So that's the Shailah. And if you say ultimately again, that what Shimon is doing is taking on his own Nadir Nazirus, Linked to the birth of his own son, Amr Harini Nazir. Listen to this. What happens if Ruben says as follows? Amr Harini Nazir, the Chishieli Ben, the Shama Chavero. And I will say now what happens? Same case. Ruben says, I'm going to become a Nazir when I have a son. Shimon hears this and he says, Va'ani, me too. Now I will say, what's the difference between this case and the last case? The first case was Va'alai. Va'alai. I'm taking upon me. Right? So now in case number two, we're saying, Vani, me too. So now we're asking, is there a distinction between upon me and me too? The Gemara says, Mao, Anafshe Kaamar is, is ultimately again a Shimon taking upon a parallel nether upon himself, namely that when he has a son, when he has a son, ultimately again, he's, take, he's, he's going to become a Nazir. But I will say, maybe, this is so beautiful, maybe what Shimon is saying to Ruvain is, I love you like I love myself. And therefore, Va'ani, when you have a son, it's going to be as if I have a son. And therefore, I take on this Nadir Nazirus for myself. I love you like I love myself. I love you like I love myself. So first of all, just understand this beautiful Havamina Nigimara about what it means to really love another person. And what it means to love another person is their accomplishments become your accomplishments. You know, I will say we, we could, I think we most relate to this in the realm of children, right? Because often in the realm of children, you know, you're, when your child accomplishes something, you feel that, you feel that as your own. Hopefully we have that in a marriage as well, right? That the, well, a spouse's accomplishment is the, same, is, the same as my, is the same as my own accomplishment. It, it is my accomplishment. But I will say, so it's so beautiful over here. When he says va'ani, so what is he saying? That, that Ruvain, right? so does va'ani mean that Shimon is taking on his own red in his ears when Shimon has a son? Or is he saying, Ruvain, I love you so much like I love myself that the birth of your son is like the birth of my son. In Tim Salomar, so even if you want to go with the approach, of Kol Ba'anpei, Amid Beis, Kesefali Milsa, so I'll say, so now listen to this, maybe, so now maybe, let's say you go with the idea that, that Shimon has such empathy and such love for Ruvain because he's in the presence of Ruvain. So in other words, Ruvain's saying, when I have a son, I'm going to be a Nazir. Shimon says, I love you like I love myself, therefore what? I'm going to also become a Nazir when you, Ruvain, have a son. But I will say, what triggers Shimon's empathic response is what? The fact that he's in the presence of Ruvain. So what about the following case? Amr Harini Nazir, listen to this case. Right? Ruvain says, Ruvain says, I'm going to be a Nazir when Levi has a son. So watch this, right? So now we're shifting it off Ruvain. Right? So Ruvain says, I'm going to become a Nazir when Levi has a son. Shimon's standing right next to Ruvain. Va'amar va'ani. And Shimon says, me too. So now, what's that? Shabbos say, va'amar va'ani. Mahu, mi amiran shalob b'fanav ba'naf sheka amar 
Shabbosai. So now, here's what's interesting. Ruvain, Ruvain is making a nether for someone else. That didn't come out right. In other words, Ruvain's making a nether for someone else's birth of a child. So Ruvain's saying, when Levi has a son, I'm going to be a nazir. Now, Shimon hears Ruvain's statement, and Shimon says, Vani, me too. So now what's the Shaila? How do we interpret the me too of Shimon? Do we say, since, since ultimately again, Ruvain's vow is being made about someone who's not in Shimon's presence, so maybe the empathy piece is not really there. And so when Shimon says, Vani, what does Vani mean? I'm taking on my own nether, that's what? When I have a son, when I have a son, I'm also going to be a Nazir. Or maybe Shimon's saying, No, no, I love Levi like I love myself. And therefore he is linking his Nazir to the birth of Levi's kids. So we'll say, what's the halacha, bottom line for all of these things? Tibai. Tibai. Ultimately, I will say the Gemara leaves it as a teiku. As a teiku. So really quite fascinating. We'll say, now, why is it a teiku? We'll say, why is it a teiku? Because one of the hardest things to sometimes know in relationships is about how someone actually feels about you. So I will say, this is why this is a tibai. So here you've got Levi, and Levi's saying, I'm in. So is Levi saying, I'm in because he wants something for himself? Is Levi saying, I'm in because at the end of the day, he loves Ruvain like he loves himself? You don't know. And I say, this is sometimes the hardest piece in relationships, right? In general, it's a hard piece in relationships because we'll say, you know, we, we, try, we try not to do this, but as we get older and we get cynical, a little bit more sarcastic and jaded and upset and disappointed and disillusioned and, okay, that's enough. And like, so, so, so sometimes, like, when people do things, when people do things, kind of like the reflexive reaction to when someone does something is, like, what's your angle? Like, what, what, what do you want? Right? What do you, what do you want? That's like sometimes like when we see people who do things that are just good and altruistic and pure and self and self selfless. There's a part of us that wonders like, come on, come on, what what are you getting out of it? Right? What's in it for you? And I will say, it's hard. And this is why sometimes it's hard for us to create meaningful and loving and fulfilling relationships because we're never really sure about where the other is holding. I'm not necessarily willing to make myself fully vulnerable to someone else because there's a piece of me that doesn't trust and maybe for good reason. It's because I've been hurt. It's because I've been taken advantage of in the past. So I'm not really willing to fully give myself over. And I'm just pointing out this lack of clarity which exists in every single relationship. You see it over here. It's incredible. Relationships come from the Gemara. Psychology comes from the Gemara. Everything, everything is here. But this, this here you have Shimon saying, Va'ani, I'm in. Va'alai, upon me. What is he saying? Is it because he loves me? Is it because he cares about me? Or is it because he's doing something for himself? And you see, at the end of the day, Chazal can't figure, you can't know, only HaKadosh Baruch knows ultimately what exists in the heart of man. We'll say, I will just end off, so let's just close out the sugya. So what is the halacha? We'll say, so let's go back to the Mishnah. Because in the Mishnah's case, in the Mishnah's case, we had essentially three different, right? The first couple of cases were obvious, right? And that's how the Ramah Paskins, it's a parak basil, chos, azir, salacha, yudzayim. Person says, I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son. What's Talacha? What's Talacha? If he has a son, he's a Nazir. Right? But if he has a daughter, Tumtum and Androgynous, he's not a Nazir. He's not a Nazir. So I'm saying, now listen to this. What happens? Let's go to the last case. Right? The last case in the Mishnah, which was the Machlokes case. 
Right? Ruven says when I when I have a child, let's go with Vlad, right? When I have when I have a when I have a child, and child is anything. Son, daughter, tumtum, androgynous. So remember again, last case, the mission I have a son, I, I, when I have a child, I'm gonna become a nausea. And then what happens? Wife miscarries. Wife miscarries. So I was saying again, and remember, we're defining miscarry as what? She delivered the baby. The baby didn't survive. I will say, by the way, I also want to point out, it's not a stillborn. Because a stillborn, a stillborn also is considered, it would not trigger any of this. This has to be a baby that was alive for some amount of time. And then, again, it's tragic to speak about these things like in such cold legal terms. But then, but then went ahead and passed away. So I will say, so now, now what we, where our problem is, our challenge is, was the child viable or not? So namely, did the birth of that child trigger the Nazirus or not? So this is the Machlokis in the Mishnah, Tanakama, that we identified as Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. Tanakama and Rabbi Huda holds Safek Nazirus Lahakel, therefore you're not a Nazir at all. Rabbi Shimon says, Safek Nazirus Lachumra, and therefore Rabbi Shimon says, what do you have to do? You essentially have to become a Nazir with a Tanai. If the baby was viable, then I'm an obligatory Nazir. And if the baby wasn't viable, then what? Then what? Then I am a voluntary nazir. So we'll say, how does the Raman Paskin? Here we go. Hepilo ishto, ain't no nazir. We'll say, the Raman Paskin is like the Tanakama, like Rabbi Huda, Safik Nazirus, Lahakel, and therefore Halacha Lemaisa, Halacha Lemaisa, Halacha Lemaisa, at the end of the day, you are not a nazir. Everyone, are you in the airport? He's in the airport. Mamish. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. I knew I recognized the coffee shop there in Lavi Ben Gurion. Incredible. It's very expensive, by the way. Very expensive. Right. Yeah, he, he knows, he knows. Okay. Wow. Well, I just want to point out. I just want to point out. I say, where else do you find the people like this? Where else do you find the people like this? I'm sure everyone is well rested, well fed. The airplane food is delicious. Right? It's the daf. This, this is the daf. And as I also point out, by the way, and this is incredible, it's also what it means to be part of a shear. Right, there's states all the Chevron Zoom, right? It must be part of a shield, like, you can learn the daf by yourself anytime. But there's no shortage of, of, of platforms, of wonderful things. If you, learn, if you can learn it anytime, any this, that, but there's something beautiful to when you're part of something that has a kvios, you're part of something that's set, you're part of a Chevron. Incredible. Everyone, thank you. Start my morning with inspiration today. All right, we pass like Tanakama. Therefore, again, if the woman miscarries, Again, he is not a Nazir. However, Abosa, here it is, we're not finished. Chazra Venis Abra, however, again, Abosa, if she becomes pregnant, if she becomes pregnant and then gives birth to a healthy baby later on, Harezen Nazir. So, Abosa, I just want to point out see, Ruven made a nether. And what's his nether? When I have a child, I will be a Nazir. So now his wife, unfortunately, again, mis- well, I'm using the word miscarried, miscarried. Okay. So it didn't trigger the nether zeros. But I will say, I just want to point out, just because the baby passed away, the nether doesn't go away. The nether is still there. So at some point in the future, in Amir Tashem, Ruvain has a viable child, the nether is triggered. It's fascinating. Fascinating. So that's why I pass to say, like the Tanakhama, like Rabbi Yehuda. That is the Allah Chalamaisa. Beautiful. Mishnah. Harini Nazir. This is a very interesting case. A very interesting case. Hareini Nazir Vinazir Kishieli Ben. So we'll say now, watch this case. Guy says, we'll call him Ruvain. Ruvain says, I am a Nazir. Statement one. Statement one. And I will be a Nazir when I have a son. So we'll say, in this case, what he's undertaking are two periods of Nazirus. Two periods of Nazirus. Right? We'll say, see what's happening over here? I'm a Nazir. That's statement one. By the way, 
Unqualified Nedin Naziris extends for how long? 30 days. So I'm a Nazir, that's statement one. And I will be a Nazir when I have a son. Okay. So therefore, what happens? What happens? What does he do? He starts counting his Nedin Naziris. Right, so what happens over here is he starts, he starts again, he starts counting his Nedin Naziris. Then what happens? Hischel Moreshelo, Biachraka, Nolod Lo Ben, and what happens while he's in the middle of his Nedin Naziris? Well, so let's play this out, right? So what happens now? So it is the 14th of Shvat, the 14th of Shvat. And then what happens? He goes ahead and he says, Harini Nazir, I'm a Nazir, and I'm also going to be a Nazir when I have, when, when my, when I have a son, right? When I have a son. What happens? So 14th of Shvat, he begins his Nedir Nazirus. They will say, then what happens? 10 days later, on the 24th of Shvat, Mazeltov, he has a son. So what happens now? So the Mishnah says, they will say, so now, what's, what's the problem? What's the problem? He's in the middle of one Nedir Nazirus, but now the other has just been activated with the birth of his son. So what do you do? So the Gemara says, Mashlim es Shalom, the Achakach Mona es Shalbano. Not a problem. Finish off, finish off the remaining 20 days that you have on your current Nedir Nazirus. And then after you're finished with your Nedir Nazirus, then go with your first Nedir Nazirus, then count the Nedir Nazirus for the birth of your son. Beautiful. Fine. So the Gemara says, what about the following case? What about the following case? So the Gemara says, so fine. So what about Harini Nazir Kishili Ben? So we'll say that's case number one. Case number two is the same case, just you've reversed the order. Namely what? Harini Nazir Kishili Ben. I'm going to be a Nazir. I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son. So I'm a Nazir when I have a son. So the Gemara says, the Nazir. So we'll say in this case, same case, I'm taking upon myself two periods of Nazirs, but what? I, I flipped the order. So the first answer I made is, when I have a son, I'm going to be a Nazir, right? And then also I'm going to be a Nazir, except in the Nazirus. Now I say, now what happens? I'm a guy who likes to get things, Ruben's a guy who likes to get things done. So he realizes his wife is due, but she hasn't given birth yet. So what does he decide to do? He decides to start the second period of Nazirus first. In other words, why not? Chabrai, might as well get started. His Chilmona Eshalo, he begins to count his Nadir Nazirus, the Achakach, no blood, low Ben, and then I'll say then, his son, Mazel Dov, his son was born. So we'll say, same case, 14th of Shvat, he says, when I have a son, I'm going to become a Nazir, and I'm also counting another independent Nadir Nazirus. So we'll say, he decides at the 14th of Shvat, I might as well start my own Nadir Nazirus now, so he begins, and then what happens? What happens? On the 24th of Shvat, 10 days later, Bar Hashem, Mazel Tov, his wife gives birth. So we'll say, what's the Allah in this case? Maniach es Shalom, I will say in this case, he stops his personal Nazirus, right? And what? Um, I'm sorry. He stops his Nadir Nazirus, right? Umona es Shalbano. He begins, he counts the Nadir Nazirus for his son. The Achakach Mashlem es Shalom. So I will say, let me tell you, it's outside. So in case number two, what happens over here is as follows. So we'll say, so again, just, right, let's go through the two cases now. Case number one, Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir, I already Nazir. Statement one. Statement two, I'm also going to be a Nazir when I have a son. Okay, what happens? It's the 14th of Shvat. We'll say, what does Ruvain do? He begins to count his Nadir Zeros. Then Mazel Tov, 24th of Shvat, 10 days later, his wife has a son. What's Ta'alacha? What's Ta'alacha? Finish off your Nadir your current Nadir Zeros, and then... Observe the Nedin Nazirus for the birth of your son. Case one. Case two. 
I am going to, Ruven says, I'm going to be a Nazir when my wife has a son. Statement one. Statement two, I'm taking upon myself an additional Nadir Naziris. Okay? What does he do? 14th of Shat, he begins to observe his personal Nadir Naziris. Then again, Mazel Tov, 24th of Shat, 10 days in, his wife goes and gives birth to a boy. We'll say, what's Talach in that case? He pauses his personal Nadir Naziris, pauses it, that right, pauses it, observes the 30 days Naziris for his son, and then when he finishes that, observes the 20 remaining days for his initial nadir naziros. Okay, so fascinating. Rebosai, at first glance, why the distinction between the two cases? Why the distinction? The order. The order. In case number one, you took upon yourself first, your personal nadir naziros, and then the nadir naziros for your son. So therefore, again, when you started your first your Nezirus, it makes sense. That's what you took upon yourself first. In case number two, you took upon the Nezirus for your son first, and then your set your personal Nezirus later on. That seems to be what's driving this. I want to draw your attention to the rush for just a moment. The rush Rabosai is on the right-hand side. The right-hand side, about two, four, six, eight, about 12 lines in. The rush says, V'achakach nolad lo ben, kodim sheshalmu, in this case over here, remember this is case number two in the Mishnah, Ruven accepted the Naziris for his son first. First. Therefore, So we'll say the Rush confirms this, that this is all about the order in which you are taking upon yourself these Nidarim. In case number two, you took the Nedir Naziris for your son on before the Nedir Naziris for, for yourself. Therefore, again, when your son is born, you pause your personal Nedir Naziris, you observe the Naziris for your son. Now, what we're going to see where this becomes very interesting, I will say, is how many haircuts and neder nezirosis are you bringing in these cases? So I will say, if you notice in case one of the Mishnah, what's happening over here? In case one of the Mishnah, you're finishing off your neder nezirus and then you're beginning a separate neder nezirus. So I will say, what that sounds like is two independent nidre nezirus, which may come with two haircuts, right? And two sacrificial obligations. In case number two, it's all, it sounds strange, like it's almost like one fluid period with interruptions, right? You have 10 days, pause 30 days for the birth of your son, and then the remaining 20 days. So, because, so that sounds like it's one fluid time with one haircut at the end and one order of carbonos at the end. So I'll say that's what we're going to have to see. Let's take a quick look at the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Bay Rava. Rava asks as follows, Amar Harini Nazir La'achar Esrim Yom. Let's listen to this interesting case. Ruven says, I am a Nazir after 20 days. So we'll say in this case over here, what Ruven is doing, right? Nazir number one is, is he's saying in 20 days, I'm going to become a Nazir. Mm-hmm. We'll say, now why would a guy say in 20 days I'm going to become a Nazir? He obviously has a lot planned for the next 20 days, right? So whatever is about, so he already knows. You know, so you know, sometimes you know you're going to do something that you're going to have to apologize for later on. So that kind of sounds like what's about to unfold over here, right? Whatever is going to be happening in the next 20 days is going to be Labor Day. Right? So in 20 days from now, I'm going to become a Nazir. Fine. 
in this case, here's what's interesting. See, he, in 20 days from now, I am going to trigger an Adonaziros. And from now, I'm taking on a 100-day Naziros. So I will say, so the Shaila is, what happens in a case like this? So I will say, see here, so look, first of all, look, look at Rashi for just a moment. Rashi says, Listen to this. It goes without saying, it goes without saying, if a person says, I'm going to become a Nazir 30 days from now, and I'm also taking on another Nadine Zeros now. So we'll say, that's fine. Why is that fine? Because you have two separate periods of 30 days each, and you could fulfill the first or the second even before the first starts. The complicated case comes in this situation about, I say, in 30 days, or excuse me, in 20 days, I'm going to become a Nazir, and I'm taking upon myself now a Nadine Zeros for 100 days. So what, what do you do with this? Look at Rashi again. Now listen to this. I'm sorry, before I get to Rashi. So Mao. So listen, let's analyze the question. So do we say that obviously, since you can't observe the 100 days within 20 days, therefore the 100-day Nedin Aziros is not Chal now. We'll say, when will it be Chal? When will it be Chal? Essentially when? When? 50 days from now. Right? That's the 20 until you get to your Nedin Aziros. The 30 days you have your Nedin Aziros. And then afterwards, your 100-day Naziros will be Chal. O Dilma. Or do we say, this is actually very interesting, Kevan de Isla Gidl Ser Lesof Chaylin. Shabbos say, this is fascinating. Maybe we should say like this. Maybe, let him start the 100 day Naziris now. Let him start it now. Let him start it now. We'll say, actually, take a look at Rashi. O Dilma, see Rashi, O Dilma, it's about uh, 10 lines up from the bottom. O Dilma, Kevan, Tilumas, Chilamis, Lemimne, Naziris, Kofme, Achshav, Akanti, Miasri, Luhuke, de Gidl Ser, Tapashlu, Tamni, this will be Gidl Ser Tuva. They'll have Maschome Achshav, Umone Chafyom, Viakarkach Mona Lami. So say, here's the second possibility. The second possibility. Start. Start the 100 day Naziris now. Start it now. And what do you do now? Observe 20 days of the net, first net Naziris now. Then what, Rabbi Say, Then what? Pause. Pause for what? Pause for what? The second net Naziris for 30 days. And then after those 30 days, Robert, what do you do? What do you do? The remaining 80. The remaining 80. And there's enough left over on the back end, the 80 days, to constitute a significant amount of Naziros. So I say, you hear, you hear the Shaila? Now I say, I want to point out to you, this would have never even been a Havamina of a Shaila had we not learned the Mishnah. Because we'll say, remember again, what is the Mishnah introducing me to? The Mishnah is introducing me to this idea that I could, I could pause an existing Ned and Naziris to make room for another one and then pick it up on the back end. Because we'll say, remember again, this was case number two in the Mishnah. Case number two in the Mishnah is, I say, upon the birth of my son, I'm going to be a Nazir, and I'm also accepting upon myself a Ned and Naziris now. I begin my own personal Ned and Naziris now, and then what happens? Ten days later, right? Ten days later, my wife gives birth. So what's that, We pause. I've observed ten days. Pause. Observe the 30 days triggered by the birth of my son, and then after those 30 days, what? Finish up everything afterwards. So I will say, now that we've introduced that, so now watch this, I say, I'm going to become a Nazir in 20 days, but I'm also taking upon myself a Nazir for 100 days. So do we say, possibility one is, okay, 
the hundred day Naziris is going to have to wait until you fulfill the other one, because obviously, they both say no matter how hard you try in life, you can't squeeze a hundred days into twenty. They both say, by the way, it's an incredible, it's an incredible, incredible Musar. That sometimes a person has to be realistic about what they can accomplish in the amount of time that they have. Nothing is more frustrating than trying to cram an enormous amount of accomplishment into a small amount of time. In other words, essentially, that's what we do in life in general, but it has to be somewhat realistic. You can't squeeze 20 days, 100 days into 20. Or second possibility is what? Second possibility is, no, begin to observe the 100 days, right? Observe the 100 days, right? Observe the first 20, then observe your neder zeros. then what? Continue the back end 80. And it's okay, because the back end 80 are substantive enough. Literally, the Gemara says, there's enough hair growth in 80 days that it'll be a substantive Nedin Aziros. To which the Gemara says, the Aziros Muetes. The Gemara says, by the way, you don't just have to ask this in a case, ultimately, again, of 100 days. You could even ask this in a case, ultimately, again, in a case of 30 days. Or as I will say, let's say a person says, person says, I'm going to be a Nazir in 20 days from now. And then what? And then what? And then I'm going to go ahead, and, right, in 20 days, and then I accept upon myself another Nedin Aziros now. So what's the, so the Shaila? Do I have to wait until 50 days from now to begin my Nedin Aziris? Or can I what? Can I go ahead and say, you know what? I'll observe 20 days now. And then after the second Nedin Aziris, then what? Observe the remaining 10. To which the Gemara says, you're right. To which the Gemara says, Chada migo chada The truth is the Gemara is asking both of those questions. So I will say, we're going to stop over here for today. We're going to do a little Masila Sisharim. We'll stop over here for today with this. I'm leaving you kind of mid-question. But Amir Tashem will resolve this question. Amir Tashem, I will say, incredible, incredible. Let's do a few minutes of Masila Sisharim.